Hey, it's Dave here. Thank you so much for checking out this bonus episode of Lasting Learning. In this bonus episode, we're going to talk grading. We're going to talk assessment. We're going to talk data and a lot of other four-letter words. So thanks for checking it out. I hope you enjoy this bonus episode as we discuss how to make assessment work. Hey, what is up, world? I, I I don't know if anybody finds any value in these short little nuggets that I throw out, but they help me. So if nothing else, thank you for joining me as I reflect and kind of use you like a video diary, if nothing else. So, so I appreciate it. Uh, today's thoughts. Uh, continuing to, to build upon the concept of focusing on the focus and making sure that I'm doing all that I can not to get overwhelmed with everything that life is throwing at us right now. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of people constantly putting their, their thoughts in my head. Uh, and those podcasts, those ideas are constantly swimming around in there. And this morning, as I was running on my treadmill, I was listening to uh, the Dave Ramsey show. For those of you that are Dave Ramsey fans, you know what I'm talking about. Those of you that don't know Dave Ramsey, he's all about getting debt free, uh, getting your financial life in order. Um, and I, I love the stuff that Dave Ramsey preaches. And this morning he was, uh, he was talking to a couple who got themselves debt free and he was talking about the next steps and how he, he wanted this couple to invest in growth stock mutual funds. For those of you that aren't financial people, let me just kind of explain this. About 15, 20 years ago, I tried to dabble in the stock market. I thought I was this super smart guy who had the stock market figured out, who thought that I knew um, how to play the game, if you will. And hey, my friends, look at this. I got people checking in. I love it. Um, but I thought I knew how to, to play the stock market. And I went out and I invested in these individual companies. I'd go out and buy a bunch of stock in individual companies, waiting for it to, to spike so I could buy low and sell high. And sometimes that worked and sometimes it didn't. Let me just tell you right now, I'm broadcasting this from my basement because I don't have like a fancy home office because I never got rich playing the, the single stock market game. Instead, the secret to long-term wealth building is to, uh, play to, to invest your money into mutual funds and watch your money grow over time. Mutual funds is basically when you uh, buy into a bunch of companies all at once and you watch it grow um, over time, not just looking for the quick spikes. So your quick financial lesson is number one, invest in mutual funds, not individual stocks, unless you know you got a tip on the next Amazon or Uber or something. But for the rest of us, mutual funds is the way to go. I tell this story because I think right now in a lot of schools, in a lot of classrooms, a lot of us are focused on those individual stocks. We are looking for those opportunities where we can just go all in on the next big, hey there, hello, where we can uh, identify the next big thing. We're going all in on that cool new, new trick or gadget. 
as opposed to looking for those things that really endure and those things that, that last, those things that will benefit us in more than just one classroom, one format or one plan. You know, I, I, I'm thinking about all of the, the posts I'm seeing right now about the cool new tech tools, the cool new devices, uh, the cool little gimmicks where people are, are wondering and are asking, is this something that's going to be able to transcend uh, the face-to-face -face world or the virtual world? Or what if I'm on, on a hybrid world? I, I'm going to remind everybody to focus on the focus and focus on the long-term. Don't focus on individual tricks. Don't focus on gimmicks. Those gimmicks, those tricks are why we get those spikes and those pendulums that swing in education. Focus on those things that, that will endure regardless of the platform, regardless of your circumstance, regardless of your class. And back when I was a classroom teacher, I, I was a classroom teacher back in the days of file cabinets and overhead projectors and chalkboards. And on the days that I would be evaluated or observed, first of all, I was only observed like once a year. It was scheduled months ahead of time. My administrator would tell me when he or she was coming. And I would literally go into my file cabinet and I would pull out that special red folder and say, this is the lesson that I'm going to go all in on. And I would hope and pray that that lesson went well. And, and most of the time it did. But in, in the event that that lesson tanked, I didn't necessarily have a backup plan. I didn't know what else to do because I went all in on that one. It's sort of like investing in that one stock. And when the stock market crashes, you're like, oh, I lost it all. Instead, we need to invest in skills and in repertoires and put as many tools in our toolbox as possible so that we can endure the highs, the lows, the valleys. You know, Chad Ostrowski, Teach Better team, talked about how this past spring he saw a lot of schools freaking out. But there was this common denominator amongst the, the teachers and the schools that were actually successful and still plotting forward. And it was those people that were focused on competency-based, mastery-based education and experiences, uh, standards-based instruction in your classrooms and in your schools. Same thing. Focus on those things that you have control on. Focus on the focus. I, I've said before, identify those 10 standards that you can teach 10 different ways. And you'll see a lot more success than focusing on 100 standards that you can teach one way and going all in on your one way to teach kids. Because odds are, it's not going to work for everybody. So try to diversify your portfolio. Teach kids how to analyze and how to evaluate. Teach by asking questions, not by giving singular answers. Because right now we're in a society where we've got Amazon, we've got uh, Alexa, we've got Siri, we've got Google. We've got all these devices that kids are now used to just talking to. And who knows what it's going to look like in five or six years when new technology emerges. And we're looking at the world saying, oh my gosh, I don't know how to teach in this world. Teach so that your teaching will inspire and it will endure and it will last regardless of your circumstance, regardless of your situation. If you have one lesson in your mind, you're saying that's my go-to or this is a tool that I can use for that lesson, pause, figure out if that, that tool, that trick, that gimmick is something that will endure. And if it's something that can last or it can be taught, can be used in multiple subjects, multiple years, multiple lessons. If so, run with it full steam ahead. If not, take a pause, avoid the pendulum, avoid playing the stock market game and hoping that the thing you're latching onto now is the answer and start looking for many answers. All right. I hope that helps. And yeah, go look up Dave Ramsey. He'll save your financial future. <laughs> but on that, uh, enjoy your day. Have an amazing Wednesday and I'll check you out later on.